Good morning and welcome to Not Gambling Advice, sponsored by Prize Picks. Use code Just Baseball when you download. That link is in our episode description and they'll give you a full deposit match. In this episode, I have three MLB best bets for you, as well as two prize pick selections, which I will give out at the end of this episode. But first, welcome back to me, sort of. I'm welcoming myself back. I mean, that's kind of pretentious, but it is what it is. We took a two-day hiatus. I moved into my new apartment, and I haven't had Wi-Fi, but we're finally back. And that's why I have three MLB best bets for you and two prize pick selections, again, that you'll hear at the end of this episode. We're coming off a 2-0-1 day on July 31st, and now we're almost up 25 units on the year. Our regular season record is 149-126, and winning at a 54% rate, plus 24.89 units. Our first game, Chicago Cubs versus St. Louis Cardinals, it takes place at 7.45 p.m. Eastern. It's Justin Steele, a lefty for the Cubs, who's got a 3.86 ERA and a 1.43 whip, taking on Miles Michaelis, who's a righty for the Cardinals, who's got a 2.86 ERA and a 0.99 whip. And the Cardinals are going to host the Cubs in the second game of this three-game series. The Cardinals won 6-0 in the first game after a vintage Adam Wainwright start with Yadier Molina back behind the dish. The Cubs' offense has not looked good, and even though they held on to Contreras and Happ at the deadline, it doesn't inspire much confidence. Let's get one thing straight here. This is a public play, as many have piled on the Cardinals. But you know what? I'm willing to join them in this one because I'm playing the starting pitching matchup instead of worrying about the expensive money line. Michaelis has started against the Cubs twice this season, and both times the Cardinals emerged victorious. His most recent outing against the Cubs was a one-run, six-inning, four-hit performance with nine Ks. The Cardinals have also hit left-handed pitching very well this season to a 269 average and a 771 OPS. That OPS places the Cardinals sixth in all of baseball, and since July began, they are sixth in baseball in WRC+, and OPS against Southpaws on top of it. Justin Steele does not have very good numbers against the Cardinals. He has a career 379 ex-Woba, a 324 batting average against, and a 434 ex-slug and 37 plate appearances against those Cardinals. The Cardinals typically struggle against high velocity, and Steele averages 92.1 miles an hour on his fastball, and that doesn't give me much confidence in him today. He struggled on the road this year, putting up a 4.71 ERA compared to a 3.29 ERA at home, and he faced the Cardinals back on June 5th through seven innings while only allowing two on runs. Pretty good start. But he didn't pitch all that well, even though the results were there. He only struck out one, and he allowed eight balls over 95 miles an hour. And it was at home where he pitches better. On the road, I'm gladly going to fade him in this spot. Michaelis has been electric against the Cubs in his career at home. He's pitched to a 1-2-6 ERA in those starts, and the Cardinals are 4-0 in his last four home starts. In Michaelis' career against the Cubs' current roster, the counting numbers aren't actually that great, but the exit velocities inspire confidence. He, they, the Cubs, have a 313 batting average through 87 plate appearances, but a 267 XBA, which is expected batting average, with an average exit velocity of just 87 miles an hour. So they've gotten a couple bloops. I don't expect that to continue. The Cubs offense, like I said, has been bad lately, for lack of a better word. Since July began, they've, they sit with the 24th best WRC+, and the 23rd best OPS against right-handed pitching in June. The Cardinals have been great at home all season long. They're the sixth most profitable team to bet on at home throughout the entire season. And with all these different factors working in the Cardinals' favor, I just can't fade the public here. We know the Cardinals hit up lefties. We know that Michaelis is a stud, especially at home. And I think the public has to eat sometimes, right? So the pick is the Cardinals through the first five innings at minus a half and minus 115. And I found that on BetMGM. It's 1.15 units to win one unit. Oakland Athletics 
versus the Los Angeles Angels. That's our second game at 9.38 p.m. Eastern. It's James Caprillion, who's got a 4.50 ERA and a 1.29 whip, taking on Shohei Otani. He's got a 2.81 ERA, 1.02 whip. The Angels won last night's game 3-1 behind a solid performance from Jose Suarez. The Angels got their runs early and tapered off in the later innings, while Oakland's bats went cold after a hot streak to start the All-Star break. Today, we have a very solid pitching matchup as the best player in baseball, Shohei Otani, takes the mound against one of the better pitchers in the month of July. The total's at 7, which I believe is telling in this matchup. While James Caprillion is certainly due for regression, I don't see the Angels getting to him much. The Angels haven't gotten to anyone lately, ranking as the second-worst offense in baseball against right-handed pitching in July. We all know what Shohei brings to the table, but let's talk Caprillion. He had a very strong July, pitching to a 1-9-3 ERA against some solid offenses. He faced the Mariners, Blue Jays, Texas Rangers twice, back-to-back starts, which should hurt him, and the White Sox for a total of 28 innings while only allowing six earned runs. The Angels have a worse offense than all of those teams, and his numbers against the Angels' current roster are fantastic. Through 46 plate appearances, he holds a 32.6% K rate, a 156 opponent batting average, a 213 X Woba, and a 340 expected slugging. Shohei is the guy in the lineup to be afraid of, of course, but he doesn't often hit as well when he's on the mound. I mean, he still hits. It's Shohei Otani, but not as well. In his last two starts, he's 0 for 7 at the plate, and he's 0 for 7 against Caprillion with four strikeouts. Shohei will take the ball, and I have full confidence in him as a starter against his A's offense that's been wildly overperforming. He hasn't faced them this season, but his numbers against them are phenomenal. Through 51 plate appearances against the A's current roster, he's allowed just five hits. I'm going to say that again. Five hits. He has 14 strikeouts through 44 ABs with one extra base hit. One. I like it even more considering the A's haven't faced him this year and he's been pitching at a Cy Young level. Otani has also been his best at home, rocking a 2-1-5 ERA compared to a 3-6-0 on the road. Neither bullpen is that great, but they had the off day on August 1st, and neither team needed to use good arms after two solid performances against or from the starting pitchers. I also like that the Angels are at home here, considering they should win this game, and we most likely won't see them come to bat in the bottom of the ninth inning. So I'm going to have the Angels versus the A's under seven runs at minus 110. That's 1.1 units to win one unit. Our last game is the Dodgers versus the Giants at 9.45 p.m. Eastern. It's Julio Arias, lefty for the Dodgers, who's got a 2.71 ERA and a 0.98 whip, taking on Alex Cobb, righty for the Giants, who's got a 4.06 ERA and a 1.28 whip. The Dodgers have been hitting the crap out of the ball lately, averaging eight runs per game in the last three. Both games in this series have gone far over the total of seven and a half. That's what it was set at. Yet the seven and a half line is juiced towards the under on some books. It's weird. They've been up, you know, they've been up against some solid pitchers as well. The Dodgers have and Logan Webb and Alex Wood, but today they'll face Alex Cobb, who they already roughed up for, for four and runs in five innings just two starts ago. I really want to take the Dodgers here, but I'm more drawn to the total as I do like Alex Cobb today. Alex Cobb has some severe home road splits, and the difference between his ERA and ex-ERA is startling. He's rocking a 2.84 ERA at home through 10 starts, but a 6.03 ERA on the road through 6 starts. This That start against the Dodgers came on the road, and I'm expecting the veteran to correct his mistakes and toss a gem against the Dodgers. His ex-ERA is sitting at 2.75, which puts him in the 87th percentile in baseball, indicating his ERA should come down. 
The Dodgers are really good against right-handed pitching. That's no secret. Will they score today off Alex Cobb? Yeah, probably, but I just don't think it's going to be much. Cobb enjoyed a great month of July, pitching to a 2.75 ERA. He's done an excellent job of keeping the ball on the ground, and I really like that Freddie Freeman and Trey Turner are a combined 3 for 16 against him. Do I think Cobb throws a shutout? Again, no, but Julio Arias might. He has dominated the Giants in both his career and this season. He doesn't have severe home road splits, but he's actually been slightly better on the road this season and last season. Through 133 plate appearances, He's rocking a 33% strikeout rate, a 222 opponent batting average of 302 x Woba, and a 401 x slugging with an average exit velocity of just 86.3 miles an hour. I ran through those stats very quickly. He doesn't allow hard contact against the Giants, and while they're slightly better against lefties, Julio Arias has been their father. I like both bullpens. I also like that it's supposed to be cold and Oracle. I think this is going to be a pitcher's duel. And while the public is all over the over and the line hasn't moved, I'm going to take the under 7.5. It's 1.1 units to win one unit because that is minus 110. Now breaking into our prize pick selections of the day. I have one that I love and another one that I will be on, but I don't love it as much just because the number is really high. The first one is Pete Alonso over 1.5 bases. Love this one. Pete Alonso has crushed Anibal Sanchez. It has been just 9 at-bats, but he's got 5 hits, a couple extra base hits, a home run. Really like his matchup today. I think he's going to hit better against Anibal Sanchez than many other pitchers as well because he's better against right-handed pitching and Anibal Sanchez lines up perfectly for him. Sometimes Pete Alonso can get blown away by some high velo. That's not what Anibal Sanchez brings to the table. So I love Pete Alonso over one and a half bases. And yeah, Shohei Otani's at eight and a half strikeouts. I think he's going to go over. I think we're going to see a phenomenal performance from Shohei Otani. And it's funny, his XERA is even lower than his 281 ERA. He's just been otherworldly and he should dominate this A's lineup who I believe is just due for major regret. If you want to play these two plays, use code JustBaseball when you download prize picks. That'll get you a full match on your deposit. I'm ready to roll today, people. But remember, it's not gambling advice.